I mean, if you're getting him out of your team, what's fucking wrong with you? Uh, Mate, 200k transfers out as well. Honestly, I saw it and I was so like, stupid. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of FPL by Dummies, the FPL podcast made by dummies for dummies. And as normal, joined with my beautiful self, oh that's me, Tom by the way, uh, is my beautiful, well I'm his assistant, so my, what would that be, Cam? Master? Yeah, Dobby, f- Dobby's a free elf? With my master, Cam. <laughs> Cam, how you doing mate, you right? Uh, I can't lie, not good mate, not good. Not good? Um... I think yeah, we won't. Me, that, makes, I mean, that makes me happy. Makes me smile. I think we won't waste any time, and we'll just get straight into it. Um, game week sixteen is a shit show. <laughs> I think most people can agree with that. The few, well, I think I saw a tweet the other day where it was like, "I swear today I've seen thirty thousand p- tweets of people saying they're in the top ten k." So I'm not really sure how that's happening, but I pretty exclusively the top ten k got green arrows this week. What I was so baffled about. My safety score was 71, but so was people in the top 10K. How does that work? Um, I'm going to go with variance. <laughs> That's my only only explanation for things like that. I have no for idea. For context, I was at 175K at the top at the start of the game week. And yeah, but I, say, I'm, I'm a, I was at 98K and mine was also 71 as well. So live FPL sort of shit out. You're just making this up now. I think no, I I'm think joking. It's, because, it's, a, think... it's a great tool. Get on it if you're not already. But yeah, definitely. That's yeah, that's definitely worth a shout. Yeah, live FPL is definitely. I actually, I actually use that so much now. It's, it's so good. Yeah, they're very good. Um, I think it's because there's a lot of players who were what we would call casuals picks that did really well this week. I mean, not that you're casual at 170k, but I mean, there's lots of picks where they're like a little bit more out there, like James Madison scoring two, um, Tilleman scoring two. Was it Tilleman scored two? No. Yeah, he scored two and an assist. Madison uh, got two Madison. assists and a goal. Ah, right, that was it. I mean, there's a lot of players that, I mean, I think that's probably why. I, I'm just, I'm guessing. And I'm an idiot, so it also could be completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, so, mean, I mean, like Gabriel with 11. I mean, well, I mean, the, I'm looking at the kings of the game week, so it's just the top scorers in each position, which is, um, you know, there's definitely, well, for example, you know, the top, the worst scoring defender is nine. Cancelo, for example, got seven. Trent got nine. So there's going to be players underneath those players who make the king of the game week. Um, who still scored quite highly. But I'm looking at it, and I think of the people who really know their stuff playing the game, they would only really have Ramsdale, obviously, because everyone knows he's the best goalkeeper in FPL. Um, Potentially Tierney, because people could have got on that, knowing that he'd come back fit and would most likely start for Arsenal. Um, And then outside of that, Madison and Gallagher are the only... Those are the four players that I can see that anyone within their right mind would own. Not many people I can see owning Sterling or Daka, Jorginho, Tielemans even, Masuaku, Tompkins. Like, no one is putting Tompkins in their team thinking he's going to score and keep a clean sheet. Well, he didn't even keep a clean sheet in the end. But um, So, yeah, I mean, there's, there could be players underneath that who, who have still scored quite highly. But it doesn't... It doesn't well, I mean, I got 62 points and the average was 55. So, you know, points were there to be had this week. But the fact that the safety score was 71 just it's seemed high. really, Very really high, high to me. Um, and I know, obviously, you know, the average takes into across the whole game, not just the people around me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was kind of happy with how it was going. 62, by the way, was with a minus four. Um, so realistically, 58. So only three above average. 
but I would have scored less than what my hit was um, if I hadn't taken the hit, basically, because I had both Tony. It was a positive hit. Yeah, I had I had Tony and Son both not playing, um, and I brought in Rashford and Dennis, who scored twelve between them. So that is a plus eight on my hit. You, um, you took you took a jab but threw an uppercut. Yeah, and then I and then I brought in Bernardo for Rafinha, which was a minus one. So overall, I scored plus seven on what my score would have been. But um, yeah, just fucking fuming with Vardy and Smith Rowe. Like <laughs> I know Vardy is thirty six, is he thirty four at the very least? So you know he's not going to play four games in a week. But the fact he didn't, I would have just. And this leads into why I'm also fuming the double fuck is because I went out of the cut to a guy ranked 7.7 million who, for some reason, brought in Jimenez, who got minus two, and then Rudiger for nine, um, and so beat me by four points. Um, I mean, if we, can, if we can ever find this man, <clears throat> I'll give him a medal, because it's fucking brilliant. I'll punch him in the back of the head. No, I'm joking. I'll take, I'll take, bleep that out, Tom. I won't do that. <laughs> I know. But... Um, <laughs> Vardy and Smith Rowe, all I needed them to do was play. James, I need to stop being fucking stupid. Like, since game week 12, he scored one point. What are you doing? Like, how have you got three zeros on the bounce? All I needed was each of them to play. Like, let's say James gets two points, Smith Rowe gets one, and Vardy gets two. Like, I win, and I'm through to the next round. I mean, no one gives a fuck about the cup, but it's more the principle that I lost to a guy ranked 7.7 million. Um, and that's my rank, my rent over. So, how did you do, Tom? Oh uh, yeah, really good week actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, you say really good. You got a red arrow. <laughs> I mean, it was a red arrow, but I mean, Given it was red arrow by. F- I, well, I was on six, so I got six, seven points without a hit. Um, I lost, I lost four k in rank, which in a game week where everyone's, every, I think a lot of people's just went absolutely to shit. I will hundred percent take that. Um, I stuck the reserves out for the cup and they, they've absolutely come up trumps with a win um, because I didn't have a playing keeper and I didn't have a playing striker. So I literally played with nine players. Um, one of them was Reese James, he got a zero, um, luckily. And uh, beautifully, I, I got to watch in person my my beautiful, beautiful man, Brian, score a last minute 90 penalty. Absolute limbs, absolute limbs. How was the um, game? Unreal. I mean... Uh, yeah, my voice has come back this afternoon, which is, I think, good for the pod. But, for the um, avoidance of doubt, Tom was at the Brentford. Uh, who was it again? Brentford Watford. Brentford Watford game in person. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, the atmosphere was really really shit up until. Oh no! To be fair, no, no, no the plus at- five. <laughs> yeah, no, the atmosphere was really good throughout the game. I mean, we sort of second half came out a bit better, and we looked a lot better. Um, they scored quite a good header from a corner. Uh, I was also so I was I was on the end where all the goals were scored, and the amount of abuse Tom cleverly was getting before that corner was fucking hilarious. Um, I mean, the the words "Man United reject" came out so many times, but in let's say a lot lot darker and uh, abusive tones. Um, yeah, and then ninety seven was well, eighty seven minute header from the big man Pontus, Pontus which caused Pontus. absolutely scenes as well. And my, my and my first my first actual oh no is it first no it wasn't no it wasn't I about to say we saw it at the West Ham game as well but VAR almost ruined the fun for that one and then yeah ninety fifth minute penalty absolutely brilliant and Bumo working out where the post was and actually sticking the ball on the right side of it um, yeah and, and Plum on it 
I mean, I said to a lot of people during the week as well, which hopefully made them a little bit happier, is I was not expecting him to be the man that steps up and take the penalty. But I think it's usually Tony and then it would be Force who was on the pitch um, or Visser who was, who'd was who been subbed off for, for Force. Um, but yeah, uh, he won. they won the penalty and, and Bowman literally went straight over to the ball, picked it up and was like, this is mine. And so... Does yeah, that change I, your plans for him? What do you mean? Well, are you... I assume. Well, as I say, I assume. Well, I thought you were planning to get rid of him. No, don't be silly. No, <laughs> no, he's always, no. There's there's two Brentford players on my team, and I don't think they'll ever leave my team. So, do you think? Unless you think you're going to keep him all season. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> I'm enough. Trying to come up, I'm trying to come up like a, a better way to say that, but I was like, no. Well, I, if I don't, that's I want the case, them. if that's the case, then go for it, mate. Um, well, I mean, from what I've watched this season. I know. Just I, I mean, I I'm thought, talking about. I thought you were getting. A, I, I, you, I thought you might keep Tony all season, but I thought you were getting a bit fed up of Mbomo. And obviously, the XG is there, but the fact of the matter is that he hadn't been converting that. Um, so I just thought you were planning to get rid of him. And you do. I mean, have a, after the games coming up, so after game week 14 and after the Spurs game, I was getting a little bit fed up. Um, but then, obviously, now he's got an assist against Leeds and a goal against Watford. I mean, yes, it was a penalty, and. I mean, yeah, was a goal, though. Yes, this wasn't too bad, to be fair. Uh, for me, the way they've played this year, Brentford, against the shit teams, they've actually been worse. And against the good teams, historically good teams, they've been way, way better. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we scored three against Liverpool. So, yeah, I think I'll probably just keep him. Even if I stick him on the bench for games and stuff like that, I think Tony's one of those where you can just probably just play him all year because it doesn't really matter. There's no really, there's no really amazing forward options anyway at the moment, so... Uh, yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure there are some quite good and apt memes, but I thought we were past the danger period of Conor Gallagher, but alas, I was wrong. Um, his fourth double digit haul of the season, um, and I mean, both goals really well taken, especially the second one. Um, but yeah, that was a sucker punch that I was not expecting, um, particularly given the fact that he now plays CDM, <laughs> which uh, he didn't last game. Which he will not be anymore. <laughs> so irritating. I love it. Um, he's, he's had actually had a price drop, has he? I know. I think he stagnated. I think he went up to... Did he go up to 6.2? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he, he did, did actually have a price drop. So people were getting rid of him. I mean, he's still at 26% owned, but... Now Palace, Palace have a really good run of games, um, on paper anyway. Southampton at home, Watford away, Spurs away, Norwich at home. Um, and even though they play perceived better teams in Spurs and Southampton in that run, uh, both teams can see goals and Palace are very on the front foot this year and scoring a lot of goals. So provided Gallagher continues to play as far forward as he does, then uh, I think there could be more pain in coming for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I think I think I think it will be to honest. I mean, I might, really, I really might, good. I don't. I'm between a rock and a hard place though because I want to get um, Bowen in, but I also because his fixtures are way nicer. But then Gallagher and the and the and Gallagher is going to rocket in price, um, and I can't really have both of them unless I decide to bin off Rashford, which was a punt that didn't work out. So Tom and I were. Um, talking earlier in the week trying to work out what transfers we were going to do we both have Vardy we both could potentially move up to Ronaldo from Vardy with that did you have to take a hit or no could you I did have to take a hit no I would have taken a hit I think I could have gone straight to him um but the more kind of pressing matter for me and the and I think we came to the right decision but the logic we had was well Vardy 
has a potential for being rested, but is definitely going to play this week. I don't think. Did you own Son prior to this game week, or had you? Uh, got yeah, so him? I was I was Son and Raf, and I went to Bernardo and Jota. Okay, I had to so go early for them. the. Had to go early for some price rises because otherwise I wouldn't be able to afford Ronaldo on the yeah. hit, and then decide not to go Ronaldo. <clears throat> Thanks, Cam. But the well, the priority for both of us was, I think, to get rid of Son because he definitely wasn't going to play this week. Yeah. So then it was, who are we going to bring in instead of him? And my thinking was, I think, well, Rashford is playing up top alongside Ronaldo against an albeit resurgent Norwich team. You would have expected quite a few more goals from Man United on the weekend, and I thought Rashford at naught point. I think when I got him in, he was like naught point six percent owned. He's now up to one point one, but you know that is a differential and a half everyone's going to be getting Ronaldo and captain in him. So if I can steal a march and get on the Rashford train before everyone else does, then that's perfect. And, you know, even if Vardy only plays two minutes, if I get a return out of Rashford, then that's happy days. But as it was, Alas. Rashford didn't return. And Vardy <laughs> sat on the bench for the entire 90 minutes, while Tielemans and co. ran right against Newcastle, which was, I think, the most heartbreaking part was that he could have at least had a goal or two in that game. Um, yeah. With Daka, his um, substitute, scoring a goal and getting an assist for 10 points. And the, um, and the, and the goal he scored was a pen, wasn't it? Tielemans, yeah. So, um, Oh yeah, Tielemans' goal was a pen. So yeah, I mean, Vardy is on pens. Yeah, would have so. taken that. So a very frustrating week because what was, I think I got like a 60k red arrow in the end, could have been, you know, 60k the other way. Um, but alas... Um, yeah, I mean, it was the week for late penalties, wasn't it? There was, what, Brentford yeah. game... Man City was relatively late, I think. Chelsea, obviously, 93rd minute. United game was pretty late. Leicester got a penalty. Yeah, and... Um, the pen the, merchants are back. Well, the Man City one was quite fortuitous, don't you think, as well? I haven't actually seen it, to be honest. I mean, I was away all weekend, um, getting really drunk, celebrating Brentford's 2-1 <laughs> win. So, I've seen very little football this weekend. Um, yeah, just so sort of basically... Just quickly highlights. Um Moutinho goes to close down the cross and his arm is up in the air. But from the angles I've seen, it looks like it hits him on, like in his armpit almost. Right. Kind of on the on the side going up into his armpit. Um, I don't know. It, I think, obviously, they draw the line from your shoulder down. So we're getting into VAR territory here with offside. But I think, arguably, if it hits the outside of his armpit, that might be counted as his arm. Mm. But I think it was quite harsh. Um but yeah, City obviously got that penalty in the 66th minute, managed to score. Uh, United were 75th. Salah, not quite so late, but you're right. Yeah, quite a few pens this weekend, actually. Um, the only thing is I don't know that it affects people's thinking too much because I don't know that Sterling is City's penalty taker. Was I don't think De Bruyne was on the pitch, was he? No one knows who City's penalty taker is. Well, yeah. It changes every, every single think, week. Well, actually, I think... Gundogan would have been, but he'd just been subbed off by like three or four minutes. Was it FPL General who had, or was it, I can't remember, there was someone on Twitter quite big who had Gundogan in their team who got subbed like five or ten minutes before the penalty was awarded and would have been on the pen. I mean, Um, that's quite funny. Yeah, it's quite funny. But I don't think, I think Gundogan would have been first, failing that De Bruyne uh, wasn't on the pitch at the time. Um Mares wasn't on the pitch, so I don't think Sterling's first choice. He's obviously getting more minutes and has scored some goals of late, but I don't think he he is really expensive, and I don't think we've seen the output from him just yet to be getting in on him. So I don't think the fact he scored a pen changes your thinking. Salah, everyone has and knows he's on pens anyway. 
I don't think anyone's going to bother with Jorginho. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. He's 5.4, no, 5.8, sorry. So quite expensive for a guy that takes a penalty every, I don't know, he scored four goals this season, one against United, which was a pen, and one against Newcastle in game weeks 10 and 13. So, you know, he doesn't get pens every week. Um, and that's quite like you could have Smith Rowe for that sort of money or three point or sorry, not point three more. You can have Gallagher. So I don't think anyone's going to own Jorginho. Um, and then who else scored pens? Ronaldo, people will own already. So and Bumo, when Tony's fit, he's not going to take them. So people might own him anyway, but you're not going to get him in for the pens. Um, so, yeah, pen, pens all around. Though. No, I don't think it affects anyone's thinking really pens that much. I mean, there's, there's certain players... There's certain players that people look at. I mean, Ronaldo, now he's on penalties, is more interesting. But the amount of penalties there's been this year, there's been a lot less than there was last year. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, It's not really... I mean, it's just it just happened to be the week of penalties for, for lots of teams. Yeah. I mean, you might like to get on Tielemans. I think he's got good... He's He's got a good spread of goals this year. So he went through uh, a blank patch, but most of that, I think, was injury between games uh, yeah. 12 and 15. It was pretty much um, all injured. Prior to that, he had three goals and two assists in 10 games which is like a pretty good return for a 6.4 midfielder, only 3% owned. Um, but as we said, when Vardy's back in the team, he's going to be on pens. So, and yeah, you'd probably go for Gallagher or Smith Rowe over um, Tielemans or, or Madison, who's 0.34 more expensive. So, Yeah. Yeah, an interesting game week, but... You sound oh, so happy with your game week. I'm actually yeah. really happy you're upset. I mean, well, it's one of those where you're usually really happy and I'm usually a bit miserable. Well, miserable usually prick. of late because I'd had like such a good run. Um, I literally said to Tom, wasn't, didn't I say to you in my reasoning for getting Rashford in, well, I've had nine game weeks on the bounce, so it's time about time that I fucked it up. So, yeah, yeah, it actually was. Uh, so I literally I mean, was like, time to take a risk and watch it backfire. You did. Horrendously. And I think you, you looked into it. You looked into it and was like... Wait, this is a show we call FPL by Dummies, and we're do both doing a little bit too well at this time. So yeah. maybe we need to one just of us has to take a bit. hit for the team and drop off. Yeah. How, hey, how about you do that next week? I'll be the guy to get like hundred k price right uh, place right. Get in. Drop. I'll get in Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, do it. I'll, I'll take Salah out for Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks. For <laughs> imagine if he does. Imagine if I did that and then he got a hat trick. That would be absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think you'd quit. I think you'd actually quit. Nah, I'm not Lewis. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, oh. I don't. I don't think he'll quit. Someone said that if um it doesn't get. A, by the way, for it would be rude not to, given that FPL Twitter was taken over by F1 Twitter on the weekend. Uh, rude not to mention the F1. Um, yeah, I don't think Hamilton will quit if this doesn't get appeal. The appeal doesn't get gone well, away. He's, but he's contracted for another year, so I don't think he can quit. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, snug marry avoid. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so Snog Mario Void is one of the games that we play on this pod. Um, I think you should all know it, but for the sake of uh, those that don't, and just to clarify what it means FPL-wise, uh, a Snog is someone we want to have in our team uh, for a short term. Either we we plan to get them in ourselves or you know, just giving you guys advice and recommendation um, of players who we think either have the fixture and or the form to, to go big in the next few game weeks. Um, and Mary is someone who we think uh, either we want in, again, either we want in our team or we recommend you should have in your team for the long term, whether that's the entire season or just, you know, the next two, three months or so. Uh, and finally, and avoid someone we think everyone should stay clear of. Either they are overhyped or they are just bad picks. So, Thomas, your snog. 
So I've actually kept this one a secret from Cam this week. And so I usually, can't wait. I'm on ten books. If you Tell don't me know, now. If you don't know, usually what we do is yeah, we put them on. We have a little our own little spreadsheet, and then we put them on so we can see who we're talking about, so we don't clash. Um, but I keep. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's my voice gone. Um, I thought I'd keep some secret for Cam because I feel like he's really, really going to enjoy this and I'm eating so many, so many, so many. I don't know what's the right word. Um, I have no idea what you're trying to say. It's Aaron fucking Ramsdale. It's Aaron Ramsdale. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> Inject it. Did, did my tweeting over the weekend convince you? <laughs> I mean, you sent me like... If, if you don't follow me or Cam on, on Twitter, then basically Cam sent me like... I just spammed on basically. fucking... <laughs> messages of just like Aaron Ramsdale with with a points thing and then Aaron Ramsdale with another points thing and then Aaron Ramsdale above Sanchez with points things um yeah basically you're a prick but uh, <laughs> does that mean you're gonna get him in uh, I so no it's not because <laughs> no. I can't get him in because I've got way more important things to do than look at a fucking keeper um but if you are in the position at the moment where I do know there's a few people who are there with you know nothing well, to do um a lot of people gone who were on Sanchez have gone to De Gea. I don't like that as a move. Um, defensively, obviously De Gea did well on the weekend. Uh, got quite a few points. Are you eight points on the weekend? Ten. Ten. I just, but I, I do. But yeah, I, I think that he he conceded quite a lot of shots, and I don't think Man United defensively are looking that good. Uh, my main reason for not having Ramsdale all this time is a I hate the fucking hype around a young keeper because it always pisses me off. Um, that apparently he becomes the next coming of fucking, I don't know, Dida or something like that. Um, he's obviously a good keeper, um, but I didn't like Arsenal's defence because I don't think they've looked very good. They've looked much better. Um, I do think they look much better. They're still conceding shots, but they're what they're doing is they're conceding shots from ridiculous positions. Um, if you looked at, If anyone is interested in Arsenal's shots against... Just look at the shots that Southampton were taking on the weekend. So Aaron Ramsdale made how many shots on the weekend, Cam? Because you'll probably fucking know. I think you? he made six saves. Yeah. If you look at the... So you can look at the like an XG map or something, or like a shots taken map. I think Sofa Score has one. Um, basically, they took every single shot from outside the fucking box, which literally he just had to fucking catch or palm away like he fucking does, like he's bloody fucking action, man. Um he is a half-decent keeper. They will be keeping clean sheets in the next few games because they are not playing particularly tough opposition. They do have West Ham up next, which they didn't look particularly good against uh, Burnley. Burnley, but I, I wouldn't be con- I wouldn't be surprised they concede against Burnley. But I mean, of all the keepers that are out there at the moment and the fixture run they have, it's probably the best person to have. I mean, they have West Ham, Leeds, Norwich, Wolves, Man City in twenty-one, Tottenham and Burnley. Um, Brighton for me, so I have I have Sanchez still. I've got Wolves, United, Brentford, Chelsea, Everton, Palace, which I don't think is particularly good. Obviously, United have a really great run of fixtures, but the way they played against Norwich and from the highlights I saw, Norwich obviously they were on top for a little bit of the game and actually thought they were a bit unlucky not to score themselves. Um, and the other option at a sort of similar price ranges of sort of the five four point nine is Gator Palace, who I mean they are fucking terrible at the back, aren't they? I mean, there's don't just don't even go there. I think the final thing I'm going to add on the keeper front is I hate I hate having two playing keepers. I think we're getting to the point again where two playing keepers could be a necessity with the amount of postponements there have been. Um, I think I will just add for mine and Cam Snogmar avoids this week. We are recording for everyone's knowledge on Monday night. Uh, we're doing obviously a double game week, so it's six, 17 and 18. We aren't aware of any postponements at this moment in time. So yeah. um, if you are listening to us, then 
and and obviously I don't know when Arsenal games being postponed in game week seventeen that we weren't aware of. Um, yeah, we apologise. <laughs> oh, we don't yeah. apologise. We don't give a fuck. So. <laughs> yeah, I think there is potential for United Brentford to be called off. Um, United, I think, are exploring that possibility. Um, but other ones, uh, Brighton have had a, a few positive tests, and I think someone else has. But uh, Leicester, yeah. obviously, Leicester Spurs. Yeah, but I think there was another team who had a, a smattering of uh, Villa. positive tests. Villa and Norwich. Norwich, that was it. Yeah, Villa, Villa. Obviously, that was reported over the weekend. Um, but yeah, a few more teams today have the possibility. Uh, well, they have some positive tests, but the kind of initial thoughts are that their games will still go ahead because there's not been as as many as necessary to potentially call it off. Um, but yeah, I, I also apologise in advance. There is going to be a lot of Arsenal talk on this uh, edition of Snog Mario Void um, because my. Uh, snog is Martin Odegaard. Um, I mean, I love that you didn't even go. You, you didn't even talk about him, Ramsdale or how much fatty. Well, oh I can't well, I'm sour I'm grapes. Just, That's it. I'm just so happy. In, but, are you just so in shock that you're just like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? I, I, my my nagging worked. Well, I'm um, not Josh. I'm not Josh. I, don't, <laughs> I, I hold a grudge, but I, I you know I can accept when I'm wrong, and I think I'm wrong in this case. I think I don't. I still don't think he's at, like the best keeper in the world. But no, yeah. I mean, I think it's likely that wise. they might concede goals in the next two games because as you said they play West Ham who yeah didn't look great against Burnley but they're still you know they're fourth I think this year for a reason they've scored quite a few goals this year so they could easily just have had a day off um, and then following that they play Leeds who have just scored two at Stamford Bridge where Chelsea hadn't conceded more than like 10 goals all season so far so yeah I think Arsenal could be in to concede some goals um, but at the very least, Ramsdale makes saves, um, so gets points that way. Uh, yeah, I would definitely avoid Gaeta because he's kept one clean sheet in the past five or six games. Six games, um, and that was the sixth game away, if you know what I mean. So it's not like in the middle of that run he kept a clean sheet. Like no, the very last clean sheet he kept was six games ago, um, and they have a nice-ish run of games. But again, they're coming up against teams that score goals. So yeah, I agree. I would. I would keep Ramsdale if you have him and if you're on a wild card or have free transfers to play with I don't know maybe you're on an expensive keeper trying to free up cash or just I don't know if you had for whatever reason three players of a team and you wanted to get a midfielder in and you've got a goalkeeper then to free up I think he's a decent keeper uh, but yeah my my snog is Odegaard 5.4 so he's 0.4 cheaper than Smith Rowe 2.7% owned, so he's like nearly 25% less owned than Smith Rowe, um, and he scored three games on the bounce. Um, the only caveat to this snog is that Smith Rowe, I mean, he's had his flag cleared. Whether he is back fit to play, I don't know. He was on the bench on the weekend, so you'd expect that he can play some minutes. Although he didn't for me, so that was good. Um, but yeah, we've just mentioned Arsenal's nice run of games, um, and if Odegaard can continue featuring um, then he's kind of got the form to suggest that he can, can come up with some sort of returns. He had a free kick saved in the top corner as well um, as the goal that he actually scored on the weekend. Um, and yeah, he's on their set pieces, so he can, he's got assist potential. So I think for the next run of games, which are, are quite nice, then Odegaard could be a differential pick into Arsenal's attacking line, which actually looks quite good at the minute. Yeah, they, I mean, they look much better. Um, <clears throat> he's definitely... Looking better, I think, ironically. Uh, did he score, was it last week as well? He scored three on the bounce. Yeah, about to say, I saw, I think the, the other week I was watching it and the commentator was like, 
yeah, Odegaard's looked pretty good since he's joined, but he really needs to add goals to his game. And literally about five seconds later, he scored. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. Um, but no, he has looked really good the last few few games. Curse um, of the commentator. Curse of the commentator. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind it at all. Uh, I think the only issue, obviously, is the midfield is so bunched at the moment. Yeah, of, I mean, I know, personally won't be getting have. him in. But as a punt, I think he, he's yeah. a decent one. Definitely. I mean, as we said already, West Ham leads Norwich Wolves as the next four, Man City in 21. I mean, it's not bad at all. So, yeah, not bad, not bad. I mean, you, you may as well carry on with the Arsenal talk. I mean, we're doing three on the Yeah, this is so. the point. Yeah, given that we are talking about their fixtures, as I said, I, I apologise. Ray will be happy. Um, but yeah, we're talking a lot about Arsenal and my marry is Kieran Tierney. Um, I thought he was way more expensive than he actually is. He's 4.7. Um, which I don't really know where that's come from. What did he start the season at? Five mil. I, he Was he at 5.5 last year? I'm surprised so, yeah. that he dropped yeah, off he that much. Um, and in the course of, I mean, he's only dropped 0.3 since the start of the season. But that is a bargain for, as we just said, Arsenal's starting left back. I, was, I wasn't I was sure if he, would con- if, he, if he would get his place back um, because um, Nuno Tavares has been playing and been playing decently apart from the mistakes he made against Liverpool, he's been playing all right. Um, but no, Tierney's come back in, started against Everton, kept a clean sheet because he played the first 64 minutes and got an assist in that time as well for 12 points. Um, and then last game out, yeah, he kept another clean sheet and got an assist. So while I've just mentioned that, you know, they they could concede goals in their next few games, um, they have a decent run of games after that. And if he's going to be as productive attacking-wise as he has been since he's come back into the team, then that could be yeah, a really good source of cheap points. If you're on Liveramento, um, who is 4.5, I believe, um, then that's not much of a jump to go up. Uh, you're gaining yourself like 15% differential on Liveramento because I think he's like 20% owned. Um, I think he's dropped since... 21, 21%. 21, so yeah, um, a very tidy differential. And as I say... If you don't want to have Ramsdale because you think they might concede goals in these next games and his save points aren't massive, then um, just in the grand scheme of attacking returns, um, you know, he has to make three saves to get one point. Um, So he has to be really busy to kind of equal an assist from Tierney, which is very possible. Um, So, yeah, I think Tierney could be a good either bench fodder given there is, uh, you know, so many premium defenders this year. He could be a good enabler for that. Yeah, I mean, my only issue with that is double Arsenal defence, which would be my own issue with it. That's what I'm saying. If if you either don't already have Ramsdale <clears throat> or you don't like the look of him because you think Arsenal are going to concede goals, then another way to get into their defence, but also have an attacking fullback who's guaranteed to start every week for only 4.7, then Tierney's a decent shout, decent shout because, for example, in your situation, you're not going to get Ramsdale in, so you could possibly want Tierney. Maybe I'm not saying you would, but I mean, I'd rather I might rather have the beast Pontus Janssen <laughs> or, the, li- or the lively Tariq Lamptey. Yeah, yeah, all the all the lively Tariq Lamptey is always always nice. He was so lovely. No, don't mind it. Yeah, but I I wouldn't recommend a double Arsenal defence, which obviously what Cam has already said. But yeah, that's uh, that would be my only only worry on that one. Um, my Mario this week is a little bit different. Um, it's someone who's currently suspended. It's uh, Jao Cancelo. I mean, if you're getting him out of your team, what's fucking wrong with you? Uh, Mate, 200k transfers out as well. Honestly, I saw it and I was so sorry. stupid. I mean, to be fair, you know, it's up, it's up to 340 now. Oh my God. 
I mean, I mean I'll if, take it because yeah, but I say I love, but... I love it's now he's now dropped to thirty five percent owned. The only thing is, the people around us won't be transferring him out. No, because if you were transferring him out, you are an idiot. I mean, <laughs> just don't do it. He's currently the second highest scoring defender. I mean, points per million wise for a defender, what he's one point three million less than Trent, and he's only seventeen behind points behind Trent. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the passing ability that man has is insane. Well, and he's going to miss one game. And then after that, City go back to... Well, I mean, they, the game he misses is a nice game of Leeds at home, but then they have Newcastle away, Leicester at home, yeah. Brentford away, you know, even think though... Of it, think of it, if you have him, as he's been rested on the weekend. Yeah, and him. I mean, it actually works out really well for Cancelo that he gets a rest yeah. because he's played every single game this season. And, and you know when it's coming. So you don't... You, like, if, if you he's, plan around if, it. If Pep was doing his roulette and just wanted to give him a rest then you don't know when that's going to happen because he'll just throw in a random game week where you're expected Cancelo to go big. Whereas now, you know in advance that he's going to be benched and you could, or not benched, he's not going to play. So you can bench him and make other allowment. But then know for the, like, the next four or five game weeks, he's going to be guaranteed to start. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's actually works out quite well. And I feel like people should not see it as a negative, the fact that he's actually being spended because it gives him a bit of a break, which I think he actually needs. Um, so yeah, don't get out Jao Cancelo. Um, obviously don't get him in this week if you don't have him but get him in next week as soon as you can I think um, he would be I think he would be up there with one of the people I'd be targeting most coming in the next few games well even if even if you were going to transfer him in if you can afford to bench him then still transfer him in this week if you don't need if you don't have any more high priorities then I mean we'll get on to my marry I mean my, my avoid in a second which I'd say don't do that but well, by the time people hear this, it will be game week seventeen. Like the deadline Over. will be in a few hours. So, I don't know. There'll be we got we got some diehard fans who are listening to it literally before Tuesday. <laughs> well, well on that note, should we get into your your uh, avoid if you finish with yeah. your marry? So I didn't have a real avoid this week. So my avoid again is a little bit different. Um, my avoid is making early transfers. And is this is this from personal experience, Tom? This is both from personal experience <laughs> and from. So I've made one early transfer this year. And the early transfer I've made this year was getting in fucking Diogo Jota last week and then him getting injured right towards the end of the game week. To be honest, I had to do it because if I didn't do it, I'd have lost out on the possibility of Ronaldo. But this is why I'm saying don't do it because I'm now thinking about not getting Ronaldo in. So basically, I've done all of that work to get Ronaldo in and now I'm like, well, actually, I'm not really sure I want him. Just don't do it. It's one of those seasons, again, like last year, where it just all went to shit. We're in a period now where, <laughs> I mean... Was it 42 new cases in the Prem This the t- mm. today was announced? Obviously, we've got games left, right, instead of being cancelled. Just hold off. I mean, you'll lose 0.1 of a mil, but in the grand scheme of things, it's better to lose 0.1 of a mil than to have a player who doesn't even play because of a COVID outbreak or something like that. I mean, everyone's teams are getting ri- absolutely ripped apart anyway. Um, I currently, if I, look at, if I look through my team at the moment, if we're talking about just COVID, I've got at the moment at risk one two three i think that might be it but then also i've got one player who doesn't play i've got Cancelo who's currently on a red flag because he's not playing this week i've got ben foster who's injured and i've got liveramento who apparently has a gashed muscle whatever the fuck that means fucking hassan who just give some fucking normal news um so lots of players who are currently at risk i've seen some teams where the pe- people have got like, like eight players down at the moment potentially at risk it's usually the fit i mean Unless we're really unlucky. I think the only one that I remember last year was the Fulham versus Tottenham game, which was called off mid-game week. Is that correct? 
Um, from memory, I yeah. I can't remember any of that actually were done before. I mean, usually we're getting at least an announcement before the start of the game week. So even if you're at five o'clock and you know we're hearing news, then I think hold it, just hold. You, oh, we, hold the night, oh, hold the wall. Um, was it hold the door? Hold the door. <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> double fuck. Um, also, we're in game weeks where it's really quick turnarounds, so we're not <coughs> getting stupid price rises. So just don't do anything too stupid. Uh, I mean, like for example, I was very tempted to take an early move from Vardy to Ronaldo this week, and now we'll see the Brentford versus Ronaldo, uh, Brentford versus Ronaldo. Well, basically, it's Brentford versus Ronaldo. <laughs> the Brentford versus United game is obviously at risk. So if I did go Vardy to Ronaldo. Um, obviously that could have been an absolute disaster move for me so I've held off well do he doesn't just play have... anyway so it doesn't matter that's true I do have the uh, just have the money now but I've lost 0.2 of a mil on it obviously Vardy dropping by 0.1 and Ronaldo going up by 0.1 but if it does turn out that the game is cancelled tomorrow then I'll look like a bit of a mug if I got Ronaldo in so more than usual as well more than usual and I'm about to say my face does look like an absolute mug um, so yeah, don't make early transfers, please. Uh, and if you do, and I see you do do one, I might even start laughing at you. Unlucky. I might start sending unlucky gifts around. I mean, I could probably get blocked <laughs> by quite a lot of accounts, but it would be quite funny. It would be funny. Do it for the memes, literally. Mm. You, you sir. My avoid is I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Pats and Dakar. Um, I really like him as a player um, and I'm glad that he is starting to get more minutes recently because uh, I think he is a really good striker. Um, it is unfortunate that he's up against Jamie Vardy for the starting spot, but I think <clears throat> the fact he's played 77 minutes, 90 minutes, got a goal and two assists in the past two games is great output and great if you have the foresight to either get him in or just own him generally and have him as uh, bench filler material. Um, prior to these two game weeks. But I think that run is going to come to an end. Um, he's 7.1. I would prefer to own Watkins at 7.5 or 7.6 now after his price rise. Um, but I think those two rests for Vardy uh, came because of the schedule and them having Europa League last week. Um, they don't have the Europa League or the Europa Conference now until February, who whatever that competition is, I don't know. Did you see that from Rogers? Yeah, he's like, uh, what? Like, yeah, he's like, I have no idea what the competition is, but yeah. we'll, we'll look at it. He's, um, like, no, he's like, no offense, but I've not even really it. And I was like, well, you're in it, so you better offense, start looking. Um, yeah, I mean, that they don't feature in that. Obviously, they do still have a hectic schedule, but I don't think you can count on Dakar starting each and every week. I mean, prior to these past two game weeks, obviously, the schedule wasn't as cramped as it is going to be, but he played 35 minutes in the previous five games um so that kind of gives an indication of his role in the team um there's still Ian Nacho who I haven't actually got his minutes in front of me but um yeah I just think if you're getting on Dakar for 7.1 um thinking he's going to be the next big thing I would just say think twice um and either don't do it or yeah just make sure that you're absolutely certain because I think there are better options elsewhere um, and he's not guaranteed to be like a, you can have Dennis who is most like Dennis or King who are 5.8 so way cheaper and guaranteed to start and have nice fixtures um, so that would just make sense to me I like what you did there, didn't want to offend Grass FC or Analytic FC there <laughs> went 50-50, King, on or, the, King on or Dennis fence. Yeah, on the fence, absolutely 
you're one of those that got in Bernardo Silva this week, but then also got in King, didn't you? No, Dennis. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I'm fir- yeah. I'm firmly on um. We, we, what's the good one? Grass FC. Grass. FC. Can we just join? Can we make like an, our own one? Is it like Meme FC? Can we just be Meme FC? Some, <laughs> did you not see that tweet? Someone was like, um, "Oh, I think it was literally." You know that one of the guys sat in the chippy looking at his phone, and there's a fight <laughs> in the background. I think yeah. it was Grass FC versus XGI, and then Meme FC nice. in the foreground, just in their phone, like <laughs> I mean, just getting it, getting in players because we like them rather than going way too into depth yeah, and detail. Literally. I think with Leicester, I think just remember that they've actually been pretty poor. They were playing Newcastle, who have also been pretty poor. They had five shots on target and they scored with four of them. So, I mean, yes, they did go big against Newcastle, but and I'm and, I, and for me, I'm Satanvardi, Cam Satanvardi too. Um, but I wouldn't go rushing in to get any of the Leicester boys. No, Madison you, included. To honest, Madison yeah, included, I, I'm not. Yeah, rushing to Madison. Like, obviously, he has been quite productive in recent weeks, but uh, I don't know. I'm still not convinced. But my not plan yet. is to move Vardy on. Um, so I want Harvey Barnes back for the memes. That's all. Ooh, it's an equalizer. But yeah, that wraps up Snogman Avoid for this week. Um, um, I think we're moving on quite quickly this week. So it's, it, we're going to try and do a shorter episode this week just because it is a quick turnaround on yeah. the game week, we understand. And so we're going to jump straight into the league. And I've already got up the top score of the week. And Thomas, I don't want to talk about it too much because you had a shit week, so you don't really want to talk about it. But Andrew Jarvis, um, Rice Rice Baby with 92 points. That is absolutely ridiculous. That's massive, big. mate. Well played. I mean, there was only two players that didn't get any points. Oh, Paul Welsh into the one point one k on his score. I just saw. I was buzzing to be in the one k, and he's already cracked one thousand one hundred points. That yeah, I mean, he played. He played his wild card this week as well. I mean, to hold on that long is. Yeah. I mean, Paul, you're sitting at such a good place here. This is. He's now currently ranked two hundred ninetieth in the world. I was just going to say what's his rank, but yeah, mental two ninety. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The team looks fantastic, obviously, because he just played his wild card. Um, I mean, there's not much more to say, really. Fair play, GG's, my friend. Yeah. Any? Have you seen what the worst score of the week is? I mean, hopefully you, but no. Uh, I'm middle of the pack. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> so so. <laughs> Um, probably we've Josh. got. It is not. No, it's not actually. Bevan Mortimer on forty-seven. George Benton. So if you're, so if you're with a thirty-three, now that's 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 harsh. To be honest. Yeah, George Benton's on thirty-three as well. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Never give up. You can we do it. You. I mean, George, one of my mates from 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 uni, and and. Uh, I don't know if he even listens. It's just giving loads of shit anyway. It's funny. <laughs> I think he's actually he actually he's one of those people that just doesn't be asked playing. I mean, yeah. he's doing so badly. I don't think he even qualified for the cup. Oh my god! Wait, did Josh qualify for the cup? Probably. That'd be funny if he didn't. I think he's like five. He was like five mil last time we looked. I know, but that'd be really funny if he hasn't qualified for the cup. But what I'm saying is he did, good. and he lost. That's oh, so as good as you, though, mate. Fuck off. No. Uh, who are you captaining this week who am I captaining this week I mean it's really obvious isn't it I mean it's not really a question anymore I mean most allies playing Newcastle at home have just shipped four goals to uh, to Leicester 
I mean, even if he got rested and came on, he could do definitely do what he did against Palace a few years ago. Yeah. It is ridiculous, um, though, that he has had one blank all season. He has scored or assisted in every game apart from against Burnley. I mean, if he's going to get a rest, this would be the one where I'd be most worried about it, I think. Um, against a Newcastle team who are playing really poorly and I don't think are going to be much opposition for them. Um, with Tottenham up next, I think potentially this is one of those opportunities that he could get rested in. What do you think? Um, I can see what you mean. He's played 90 minutes. He's played every minute of the season so far. Um, I think... Oh. He did get a rest again in the Champions League, obviously, last week. So, I mean... Yeah, and I saw a stat that I think it was two game weeks ago for the past three seasons he'd had a rest. So, everyone was like, oh, is he going to get rested? And obviously, he didn't. But then so, he did in the Champions League, didn't he? So Yeah, Klopp does have history of giving him a rest in the league at, during the Christmas schedule. Whether we can say that's going to happen again this year, I don't know. Because... You know, ultimately, Salah will do what he's told. But whenever he subs someone of our front three, it's always Firmino or Mane, unless it's a really tight game or Salah's really not played very well. Then Salah stays on and the other two get subbed um, because different players are different characters and will respond to benching and stuff in different ways. And I don't and I think Klopp's way of managing Salah is just play him. Um it keeps him on the right side and he's in the right physical shape where he can handle it. As I said, he he does get rested from time to time though, so it is a possibility. But I think ultimately Salah's in such good form that first of all Klopp will want to capitalise on that and also Salah will want to play. So he will continue to play him. Um yeah. So, I don't know, there might be one because, as you say, we've got Tottenham, then Leicester and Chelsea in the next five games um, with Newcastle and Leeds being um, mixed in there as well. So, you know, he could probably afford to rest him in one of those games. Um, but I would say Leeds are probably slightly tougher opposition than Newcastle, so it might be that game. But, again... Well, I think then the interesting one is, let's say he does get rested, who's your vice going to be? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, with the way my team is at the minute, I want to get rid of Vardy. Um, but then he, I think, has the nicest fixture. And I don't. And as I said, I, he's rested two games on the bounce now, so I think he would play against Spurs. Um, so possibly him. I might be tempted by Rashford, but again, the the United Brentford game is is in doubt. So. Although the thing is, it is tomorrow evening. So if it's going to get called off, it will. Be called off. It will be tomorrow. Later. Yeah, it will be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the fact that you know we've not really heard anything more, kind of gives me hope that it will go ahead. But yeah, I'll be mudded if not. When when the Spurs play is that tomorrow? Is that Wednesday? Uh, Thursday. Oh, Thursday. So they've still got mm. plenty of time. So that might go. Might get called off. Yeah. No, oh, my voice will be on, <laughs> on Bernardo. Without all silver. That is true. Leads at home. I might do that. But I've just realised Livermento is now injured. And I have Davies uh, no, and Cancelo. He has a minor gash to the leg. Yeah, but what I mean is that that is... like I hope it doesn't keep him out, but that could be enough to keep him out. Given that he's got to turn it around by Wednesday. I mean, if he's out for with a little small cut on his leg, then really needs to grow up. I mean, he's only like 21, isn't he? 18, 19, 21? Well, he's 20 years younger than you then. 
<laughs> yeah. So I think that's all we've got time for. I mean, that is all we've got time for. If Josh was here, that's if Josh was here, that is what he would say. So I feel like we might. Do you reckon we're getting to the point where people don't know who Josh is? That's quite sad. <laughs> oh. If you don't know who Josh is, Josh is our old co-host. We'll have to get him on again soon. Yeah, Papa Life has taken over. <laughs> so yeah, in the or mort, immortal words of Josh Silver, uh, that is all we've got time for. Thank you very much for listening to us as normal. If you've got all this way, then why not go along and leave us a five-star review on Apple? I mean, you can't do that on Spotify, but I guess you can give us a follow and, and you can subscribe to us and just listen to us. That'd be quite nice. Yeah. I mean, you, you are listening to us right now, so pretty much the same every week. I mean, if you've enjoyed it and got this far, then I assume you've probably enjoyed it. If you've got this far and you didn't enjoy us, then to be honest, I'm really happy I wasted about 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm really happy about it. Um, so yeah, go give us a five-star review if you feel like you want to give us... I mean, if you don't want to give us a five-star review, then I'd rather you just not leave us a review. <laughs> um, and then... And then you can follow us on Twitter as well. So uh, Cam is FPL Cameron and I... I'm oh, sorry, FPL Dummy Cameron. Get My it apologies. Right. Well, I mean, I always forget that you're an absolute dumbass, aren't you? And I'm FPL Dummy Tom. And you can follow our main account, which is FPL by Dummies. Um, and yeah, if you want to join the league, then the code is UEVAGU. Um, and yeah, you can uh, get a plug or a slating each week, whichever yeah. whichever you fancy. And and if we actually know who you are by the end of the end of the year, we might even find a, a special prize, um, which I promise will not be. Um, I'm trying to think of the worst gifts that you can send. I think you can send dog poo in the in the um, post, so it won't be that. And I think you can also send like fake used underwear. I <laughs> mean, it a won't cardboard be that cutout of Hasbulla. I mean, it could be a cardboard cutout of Hasbulla. How much would that be? I mean, does that only cost a lot of money? I've no idea. Worth Maybe. It, you might get a cardboard cut out of Hasbullah. Might even get a cardboard cut out of Hasbullah that we graffiti all over. <laughs> AKA sign, <laughs> which will be worth absolutely <laughs> nothing. You'll yeah. probably, de- <laughs> probably <laughs> depreciate <laughs> the value of the game. <laughs> the, the 20 the pound cardboard cut of Hasbullah then worth like, like £3.50. <laughs> I mean, it literally, it'd be worth like packaging cardboard. That's how shit it would be. So. Use um, it as cat litter. So yeah, once again, thank you very much for listening and we will see you again next week, hopefully with less COVID injuries and hopefully some price rises in the right direction for all of us and we'll see you again next week bye (laughs) i thought you were gonna say bye so i was waiting for it